Hey, Sal, you know oh. what this isn't? What? This isn't the weekly pull. This is Absolute Comics. Ooh. Deep <laughs> cut. Deep cut. Yeah. Two people knew what I'm talking about in that intro. Right, both of them were really excited. They're like, what? <laughs> you know what? I should yell, shut up, Joel, randomly. <laughs> in space, he'll be disturbed by me. <laughs> this is Absolute chill. Comics, a show where I get together with Sal on a weekly basis. I'm known as Comic Story. He's known as Comic Pop. We talk about comics. So that today we're going to be talking about... Uh, something involving PS5 Spider-Man, something involving Martin Scorsese, something involving the Marvel Zombies, something involving Tom King's Wonder Woman, something involving uh, Orlando Bloom, and I also want to talk about Wolverine versus Predator because I know you read it. I'm right. <laughs> I also want to talk a little bit more about Fall of X, and I want to tell you about the worst movie I've ever seen in my entire life, so. Oh. Worst movie ever. I thought about making a whole video on this. It's not going to be worth the time because it's so <laughs> bad. It's so bad. Well, don't so lead me, with it. I want to hear that. Like, okay. yeah, wait. Let, don't lead with it? Oh, no, no. We'll, 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 we'll build to it. Okay, okay. But today's episode of Absolute Comics is brought to you by Shortbox. Make sure you click the link down below to join Shortbox. You can go to shortbox.com slash comic story where you can get $100 off of an order. It's a contest, but you can win $100 off of your order at Shortbox. And what Shortbox does is it helps facilitate you getting graded comic books in your collection. Are you a sneakerhead like me? Do you use StockX? It's basically that app, but for comics, it's what it is. Sal has no idea what a sneakerhead is. They like sneakers. I know what a sneakerhead is. I'm just saying I'm not one of them. <laughs> oh, I know, I know. I magically have become one by mistake, but whatever. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and I hear all about it. It's a new thing. Leave me alone. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's let's lead off with this movie before I forget about it, okay? Sure. Let me pitch this movie to you. This is what the plot of the... What if I were to tell you that you're going to hang out with William Defoe and he's okay. naked and he doesn't talk for two hours? Nah. <laughs> you had me willing to phone naked but once you said he wouldn't talk for two hours i'm like what are you so doing? the movie's called inside it's on amazon primes where i found it and the plot of the movie is william defoe gets stuck in a condo like a super high-end condominium that he was trying to steal art from and this is where he spends months at a time and it is terrible i i i want to <laughs> i want to specify i liked lighthouse i like art house pictures i yeah. watch a lot of them my wife hates them but I watch a lot of them. I like watching those and trying to figure out what the hell they're about. I just enjoy yeah. that. Okay. Of course. This is terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. So the movie opens up with uh, William Defoe's character trying to steal a painting. The painting get like sets off an alarm. Like everything goes crazy. It all breaks. And yeah. he's locked in a super high end condo that the owner is not coming back to. And the heat is turned on to constantly go up over the time that he's in there. Like a trap? Is, is this, is this, no, is it malfunctions. Some kind of lunatic? No, it just malfunctions and it just, oh, he's right. stuck in it. He has no water, no food because the owner is going to be gone long enough that he turned off everything. Okay. So Natalie and I are watching this movie and yeah. for 45 minutes, William <laughs> Defoe grunts and says, Fuck. okay. And that's it. That is it. He's just walking around this condo trying to find a way out, but also not trying to find a way out. He's also just trying to find a way to survive. Right. Like, it's weird. He'll be like, oh, I'm going to try to break this. Oh, that didn't work. Well, I guess I give up. Let me go find food. Like. <laughs> yeah. 
And okay. so for 45 minutes, nothing is happening in this movie. It's literally him walking around. And you get these long shots of his eyes <laughs> for like three oh, no. minutes of his reactions to things. Uh-huh. At one point, they're staring at a pigeon that happens to have landed on the terrace and it can't get out. And this shot is just on this pigeon suffering for like three minutes. And I'm like, oh. I even Googled, what is the pigeon on the inside? Nothing. It's just, there's just a pigeon. It's just yes, a pigeon I mean, on a terrace. I, I'm, I'm sure it represents him, you know, but. Uh... So he had, to, so we got 45 minutes in and I look at Natalie. I'm like, this is boring as shit. You want to just <laughs> skip to the ending and see what the hell happens. So we pull up the thing and you do the little scrub thing. So you can see what you're looking at. Apparently yeah. at one point he finds like a secret passageway with an ancient diary and green lighting. <laughs> this is, we cut to that scene, Sal. He goes in. It's spooky. It's interesting. We're an hour and 15 minutes into this movie. He finds the book. Yeah. Turns around and leaves. And that is the only mention of it really in the movie. Oh. Like what? He has a dream where he's at a party. Maybe it's lightly tied to it. At this point, we're just skimming through anything that looks slightly interesting. Uh-huh. We get all the way to the end of the movie. I go all the skipped all the way to the end. He built a tower out of furniture so he could unscrew the skylight, crawls at it. You don't even find out if he survives. <laughs> I I want to say I'm spoiling the ending in the movie for you, but the movie doesn't end. Right. I'm not spoiling anything. Uh, <laughs> boo. I never heard of this. It's called Inside. I, I, the trailers make it look interesting. So well, they, they, that's their it. job. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, wow. but I wanted, I wanted to mention that it was just terrible. And everyone, do not watch this movie. Do not well, watch Inside. I should tell you, it's his second movie. Like the directors? The director, writer. Uh, the other movie he made was called My Friend Larry Gus, which also looks deep and uh, pretentious. It looks pretentious. Uh, mo- okay, I watch art house movies, and a lot of them are good, and they say something, and there's a lot to really think. This movie's terrible. Yeah. This director is whatever. This is the epitome of some high school student being like, I'm going to be so deep. I'm going to be so deep. Look, I'm going to show you a man surviving in a condo with no water and no food. Yeah, this and I'm going to do it for two hours. <laughs> and I'm going to make you, franchise. And I'm going to make you suffer from he, he's going to be bored. So I'm going to make you bored. You know what this <laughs> reminds me of? Hideo Kojima. I love his games, but Death Stranding. I love the game, but they, they, literally there are segments where you spend 45 minutes walking over nothing. And yeah. if you look at interviews, Hideo Kojima is like, I just wanted you to feel the pain of delivering things and dealing with the isolation and being alone. I'm like, cool. Could we not make it 45 minutes of the freaking game at a time? No. Can we do five minutes of isolation? Why am right. I walking for so long with nothing happening? Right. Yeah, I, I get isolation within five minutes. Anyway, I highly do not recommend this movie. I like artsy movies. I can, if I sit down and look up some of the titles that I enjoyed, I could easily give you a list. This is not on that list. Fair enough. <laughs> so anyway, uh, let's talk about Wolverine versus Predator. What'd you think? Oh, it's cool. Uh, yeah, I, I, I've been looking forward to Marvel kind of like doing this since they announced they had the franchise and then they launched Doing the anything book. with the franchise? Yeah, well, they had the they have the Predator book, which is not great, but like, the that Aliens one sign. isn't bad. I like the Aliens one. The second volume. The first volume was very bad. I, I didn't mind. The first two, I didn't mind. It was after okay. that, it just kind of goes off. Like, where are you going? Where are you going I'm, not, I'm not a fan. But uh, I am a fan of Aliens and Predator, which is why I don't really care for them. But uh, I I, uh, I was literally looking forward to it. Because this is like, this is a good idea. This is a no-brainer. Like, make all the Predator comic books. Predator versus Punisher. Predator versus Wolverine. Predator versus Spider-Man. Predator versus everybody. Predator versus Captain America. I'm in. I'm in. Um, they put Greg Land on the book, which is uh, an insult. But Ken Lashley's art is great, 
And the story is cool. The idea that like the predator has been hunting Logan or at least a predator or the like predators have been. Hunting I think, Logan. I think it's the same predator. I think the way I, it's, I don't know how, way... I don't think they last that long, but okay. Like the minimum, because you know, if you don't know the lore of the predators real quick, predators basically are hunters that go through space and they look for challenges and they have to <laughs> defeat this challenge to prove their worth. And then I don't, has it ever been established where they go after they've proved themselves? They have, a, they have a planet that they live on, that they're from. I'm just picturing now predators like come out mur mass murdering people and then they go back like, all right, now I'm doing, they do Thanos. Now I'm on the farm. I'm making a soup. Yeah. I, I mean, like the fact <laughs> is the predators, they, they have a home world. I assume that they just go from like safari to safari. But like the other thing is the, you know, the, inter the interpretation of what a predator is and does. Like I know that they, the, the predators don't hunt for conquest. So they're not out there trying to like take over planets they do it for fun yeah. so i assume that like that's what they're doing when they're on vacation so what do they do when they're not on vacation and now i'm picturing a predator at an office job yeah oh jim brought me the just bills again i gotta get the bills i gotta right? get the... they invented cloaking technology that means they had to have a lab <laughs> you know you got, but, yeah you got predators I, I like... with overcoats like think like just t tinkering away Back to our topic, though, about Wolverine. I do like the idea that he Wolverine one forgets that he's fighting these predators. Yeah, he just forgets it's happened every single right. time. Like, two oh that they God, go fight another... him. <laughs> yeah, he's just like like I, I love the idea of him being like, "Oh, you're back." Yeah, I haven't seen you in like sixty years. <laughs> I kind of love that. I'm I'm like so on board for that. And the fact that it's published by 20th Century Studios means that it's like maybe it'll be R rated. I don't know. It, it's it could be. It's cool. I, I'm I'm in for it. Do you think they're going to do more Predator versus series? Like Predator versus Deadpool, Predator Only versus... Only if it sells. Yeah. If it it's a go... great first character to throw at it, though. Exactly. It's a good smart... Yeah. It's a smart move. But like, it's a, you I... know, someone brought up Predator versus Daredevil, and that would be a cool comic, but that would should not be the first one. No. No. Unless Chichetto's drawing it. Like, <laughs> what about, what about like, Predator versus Spider-Man? I'd that read the hell out of that. Are you kidding <laughs> but, like, and the thing is, what's great is the Predator... Because the Predator, you know, like, I don't want to watch like the predator or like you know diehard movies uh are movies that are written essentially where they go hey we got an unfilmable or unproduced script that is like action movie you know number 8742 oh cool okay well uh put john mcclain in it and now we have a diehard movie like that is what diehard should be diehard 2 diehard 3 and to a lesser extent diehard 4 those are all like diehard movies that were written to be other movies that then they put john mcclain into right. uh Predator movies are the exact same thing. I don't want to watch a movie about the Predators. I don't want to watch a movie about the Predator culture, about where they come from. I don't give a crap about any of that. What I want to see is a movie that is someone else's movie. And then a Predator shows up and changes the entire movie. So like a Spider-Man versus Predator should be Spider-Man is doing his thing. You know, he's got the, the, the classic trope that I always think of is the one from like his, the Anacenti issue where it's like Aunt May asked me to pick up barbecue sauce. So he's like, I got barbecue sauce, like literally like, un, like in my pant like loop. And I'm swinging home, and then a predator attacks me. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm in. Uh, well, it's, I mean that was the latest predator movie, right? That was what you and I said when we watched Prey. If you have not seen that latest That's predator Prey. movie because it was terribly promoted, yeah. it's Prey, and it's amazing. Yep, it's great. It, Prey is literally just like it, you could watch a whole movie about those characters, about that that tribe doing their thing, and you got a movie. But yeah. then the predator shows up, and now it's an awesome movie <laughs> no, it's an awesome movie right like i mean and, and you could do it with and the thing is it's it's it has it has endless potential the predator yeah. can zhuzh up any kind of like dwindling franchise you know robocop eh, you know robocop one is great robocop two is fair and then it just gets diminishing returns but if 
if a predator showed up in a RoboCop movie, now you got an awesome ass RoboCop movie. You want to change? You want a you know, palate cleanser Batman movie between franchises? Batman's fighting the Joker, but then suddenly the Predator shows up, and now you got yourself an awesome Batman movie. John McClane, he's old, he's too old for this crap. He's tired, he's miserable. But what if a Predator showed up? Now you got Die Hard versus Predator, and I'm 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 just happy to go. You know what I mean? Like it, every 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 franchise could just use a Predator in it. You made me realize that RoboCop in 2016. I just want to put it on a record. I liked that, other than the black the suit change. The yeah, reboot was it, it bad? The suit kind of made it like, oh, what are you doing with the suit? Well, what's like, worse is they put the gray suit in the movie, and you're like, yeah. ooh, and then they went, now nah, make him look like everything else. I'm like, oh, okay. Which is weird because it was 2000. If it was like 2005, it'd be like, oh, right, they're just doing that. But it was like 2016. Like, yeah, I know it's too late for that. Like it was too late <laughs> for them to make that kind of decision. But like, no, RoboCop 2014 or whatever was pretty good. Like I, I dug it. I, I didn't think it was fantastic the subtlety is non-existent but like no it's it. screaming at you what's going on yeah but i, love uh, it. I, I, I like, like our fun. chat brought up a few fun ones fast and the furious versus predator are you kidding me <laughs> Just, how, people would have gone to see hobbs versus shaw if in the third even if, if it, the, the the top of act two a predator shows up. <laughs> or how about this is this is my favorite from our chat suggestions home alone versus the predator i mean kevin, kevin McAllister is setting up against the predator <laughs> yes yes Dude, are you kidding me? Uh, Kevin McAllister is what? Okay, here's the pitch. Ready? Kevin McAllister is 45. His wife. <laughs> he's 45. Yeah. His what? He's he and his wife are having problems. Their kid, you know, his kids are teenagers and they treat him like crap and they don't really care about him, and they're going through some trouble. And so she spends the holidays with her parents. So Kevin is home alone. <laughs> but then. <laughs> The predator attacks, and so Kevin's got to remember all the old tricks he pulled when he was like nine years old. I'm just thinking, forty-five year old Kevin throwing out like marbles and seriously, the hot but iron. like, and and you could you could go schlock with it. You could go even further. Like you could make it a Christmas classic and be like, you know, he's got paint cans, but like, and he's got like shotguns that shoot birdshot. Or you have him go into the basement and go. I always thought something like this was going to happen. He pushes a button and everything flips. And he's got like crazy. He's got crossbows, and he's got like AK forty seven. Just, just like, Kevin goes nuts. Kevin goes. Kevin goes postal. <laughs> oh, geez. Okay. Yeah. Um, Predator versus John Wick. That's a that, that's a do that next kind of situation. <laughs> Keanu Reeves says he's kind of done with John Wick, but they did approve of John Wick five, and he's debating coming back. But if that would be hilarious. Like, okay, what if you fight the Predator? But if he fought a Predator, have you seen that show yet? The Continental. Nah. Okay, I haven't watched it yet. I saw it last night, like that it was up finally. Yeah. So, no, dude, I'm telling you, like these are these are the movies. And by the way, you don't call them Predator versus John Wick. You call them John Wick. You, you can't. Well, you can't even beat like terrible subtitles like Parabellum. You know what I mean? Like, but you know, just words. Like here, hang on. Let's just type in Predator uh, 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 synonyms, and we'll just pull up. Okay, uh, synonyms for the word Predator. We got carnivore and a beast of prey. Um, yeah, all right, these are kind of crappy. But no, hey, <laughs> hey, John Wick, beast of prey. Yes, <laughs> I'm down. Right, Mad Max. The world's the the earth is scorched. You get uh, Tom Hardy back, and uh, you know you, it's just literally you just take a you have you have a hash you have a half finished script for all these movies, right? You don't even need to finish John Wick five. You just have to write half of John Wick five. Because then the predator shows up, kills all the antagonists, <laughs> and the, then the third chapter is him killing the predator. These see how easy this is, and they don't do it. I I don't know why they've never. I mean, predator doesn't have like it's weird because I feel like the predator has to be a selling target, like he has to be a key thing. 
Yeah. But he doesn't. That's no. the best part about the Predator. I know. Yeah, he's so cheap. Like, that's the thing. The Predator, it's a suit. You don't need, like, people, like, the, like the Predator, when they made it with all the CG and crap, what are you doing? Yeah. It's the most basic, cheap, easy thing. And well, the Predator also had that where they tried to make that weird battle suit to fight the Predator. Oh, my God. Or, that was that, the, or is that Predators? That was, that, no, no, no. Predators was pretty cool. Predators, yeah. I enjoyed quite a bit. The Predator was was just well they they reshot the entire ending there were like three different uh, at the end of the predator there's like this thing that the predator was like bringing to humanity to like survive to fight the, the predators because the predator's gonna invade and it's like what are you doing yeah no they're not they're on <laughs> safari they're on vacation they're not gonna take over they're not they're not conquerors they don't care the reality is they have cloak technology they have nuclear weapons strapped to their wrists they have deep space star like uh like light speed technology they could already the fact is the predators are like we could take over but we're klingons we're yeah. stupid we're oriented <laughs> specific we I, why would i take over the world that sounds like a bunch of nonsense that would take that would take so much time away from me hunting game which is what yep. i really care about all right well let's move on to the next comic yes discussion. please take us away uh, gotham war i know you're not a fan i'm not no um the red hood issue dropped today cool cool cool. and now we're finally getting the usual like at least it was it was concurrent it was like yeah. okay this issue this issue right the red hood issue makes no sense because red hood is currently captured by batman but apparently this is taking place before batman caught him so now okay. we're starting to do well red hood technically takes place between these two issues but came out this week and we're okay. so now we're doing the things i hate the things i am yes. annoyed by. <laughs> yeah you were doing so good. It was concurrent. It was to go to Batman, go to Catwoman, go to Batman, go to Red Hood. Where is it Red Hood in order? <laughs> yeah, I love it. So that's, I that, wanted, you know what that is? That's they forgot. They forgot to put it out? <laughs> no, I think they were like, they, they, wrote this, they wrote it, they greenlit it, they had it drawn, and they went, this doesn't work in continuity. And they're like, oh. Well, the issue with the Red Hood one is it's not only that, but he's barely working. It's just like, oh, he's working with Catwoman. But he's on an adventure to fight Scarecrow. Okay. Yeah, I get, what? What does this Why? have to do with the Gotham War? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. The only element is that it, it like ties into like, oh, what does it do with the Gotham War? Well, he's talking to Catwoman and not Batman. Oh no. <laughs> uh oh. Um, the other thing is Fall of X is continuing yes. to be confusing and terrifyingly like, where do you follow it? Uh, but uh, first off, uh, they already announced the follow up, which is going to be the fall of rain or fall of house of x and rise of powers of x yes so yes. if you were to confuse by what to read it's going to get worse they're gonna <laughs> change i mean like fall of x is the period uh fall, fall of the house of x fall of house and they'll call it something else like not that they'll call it something else they're gonna come up with a whole new name but it's gonna be about like the house of x is ending the powers of 10 are rising yeah i don't think that's too com too complicated no, but they're going to make it. Fall of X shouldn't be complicated, is my point. No, I agree. Immortal X-Men and X-Men tell the story. It doesn't have to be more complicated than that. That's true. Um, but did you read Uncanny Spider-Man? Yeah. Oh, yeah. that was that was so much fun. It was I, great. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. I never knew I wanted Nightcrawler to be Spider-Man until <laughs> Nightcrawler was Spider-Man. Right, dude. I've always wanted Nightcrawler to be Spider-Man. As a kid, I loved Spider-Man and Nightcrawler. I just loved how Nightcrawler looked. I liked Nightcrawler's whole power set. So like, and and I loved his agility, his speed, his strength, and and his ability to hear. So I was like, he's just a mutant Spider-Man already. Yeah. And then to finally, someone else suit, said that. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I'm in. 
But you know, what I liked about it is that it's not just like, okay, he's just wearing the suits. We're going to do Nightcrawler versus like X-Men. It actually feels like they're merging the two worlds because we've got Adrian Tomes in there or Tombs, however you want to pronounce it. He's in there. We've got, he's in New York. He's talking to Spidey. So, because when I first heard about this, I thought it was just going to be Nightcrawler went to like a costume store, got a Spider-Man outfit. And then that's the only, we're only doing it to sell the book. No, this feels proper. Like, yeah. Nightcrawler wants to still be a hero. The he could do Spider-Man stuff. Let's do that. Yeah, I think it's great, and it's a fun idea. And, and Spurrier is an odd choice for it, but I'm I'm here for it. Yeah. Um, nothing else I really read that kind of st- stuck out to me. You read anything that? Yeah. Oh, did you um, read anything that kind of stuck out that you want to talk? Yeah, about? I mean, there was a, there were quite quite a few good books that came out recently. Um, uh, I uh, I'm always enjoying Superman and World's Finest. Those are great. Um, I was surprised by how like meh Titans has been yeah. three issues, but very meh. Um, did you read the new Tom King Wonder Woman book? I did read the new Tom King Wonder Woman book. How do you uh, feel he, about it? I actually really liked it. And then he offered me issue two, like three months ago and he never sent it. So I don't know if it's any good, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I like this. You won. The topic we have here is that Tom King talks about his Wonder Woman series stated. They're going to start to get big twists starting issue three, but more importantly, that part of his plan is to make each individual issue, a little event comic with things that eventually peel off into the uh, conventional big epics. Yeah. Flora is going to make a return issue five. He also mentioned that he's written the story pretty far ahead and has some big stuff happening around issue 12. Enjoyed this yeah. run. Be thankful. It looks like you won't run into any doomsday clock delay situations. Dad likes his little tags. <laughs> um, I like the concept because the only Wonder Woman that I've truly enjoyed is when she gets into the mystical realms and plays off the gods. I liked the new 52 run. I liked the idea of her going through Valhalla and all that stuff. Yeah. But whenever she comes back, I'm typically bored because it just turns into boring Wonder Woman stuff. So the idea that she's currently on the run, I like that. right. It gives yeah. like more of a, a purpose that feels like she's doing something. Exactly. Yeah, I'm I'm down. I, I really jig it. Uh, the art's fantastic. Yeah, art is fantastic in this one. Titans, you are right. I they they made such a big deal about the Titans kind of taking the place of the Justice League, and the first uh-huh. three issues don't feel like they're going anywhere. The first issue, they're like Wally West has been assassinated, and then the next two issues, they were like, but never mind that because Bar- because because Brother Blood now. And it's yeah. Like, okay. So Thank lame. you. And you're you're right because it's like yeah no Bear, Wally West has been assassinated oh Andy's he, it's the future one so we're gonna try and I'm like this is a cool idea you're gonna try to solve the murder of Wally West and then Brother Blood and then third issue Wally you can't come into the fight do you think you can stop me Nightwing right yes because you're gonna die what do you, we literally have you dead on an autopsy table yeah this is no prophecy you're literally going to die. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I like the argument whenever they're like, oh, the prophecy says I'm going to die, but I could fight against that. No, Wally, you're dead. You're literally dead yeah. in eight hours. So let's right. not have you do anything stupid. <laughs> I know. So. Um, did you read Nightwing issue 106? Yes, I loved it. Yeah. Okay, am I crazy? Tom Taylor was supposed to be off this book, I thought. No, I don't think so. I don't, I don't think he's done. Moving, like uh, to other stories. Like he didn't, he chose to leave is what I thought. Oh, I don't know. I didn't hear about that. I could have no, sworn I, he said he was done after I mean, the Nightwing can fly segment. What a mistake that would be. <laughs> oh, just do it. And the new story's great and it ties back into it makes Rick Grayson kind of relevant. Yeah. No, it's fun. It's like I don't like Rick Grayson. I think it's terrible, but I love the idea of taking it. I mean, it's a, it's a perfect retcon. Like, right? Play with that idea, go for it. And yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm in. So definitely enjoying that. Um, I also like that this feels like a fresh jumping on point because they're trying to get that Donna DC vibe. 
yeah. where you could jump in here and like, this is not really playing on two. Like while it is playing on Rick, everything you need to know is explained in the issue. Yeah. So you don't really need to know much more. It, so it really like, if you happen to have read Rick Grayson and you happen to have read everything going on, you know more about it, but you don't need to know the stuff you don't know. Yeah. So, so I enjoyed that. Yeah, me too. No, I, I'm, I'm enjoying this book a lot. I've, I've loved this book since it launched. So yeah. it's, it's definitely, a, it, it's a pleaser too. Cause it's nice. You know, there are changes, there are retcons, there are surprises, there's twists, but like, it's never at the expense of the character and the character is never like made stupid for the, ex for, 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 uh, like to make way for plot. You know what right. I mean? Like, they're just like, this is like, Dick isn't, or yeah, Dick isn't a dumbass. Dick is with Barbara. You know, we, we, we added this dog character. We're not going to neglect that. We don't, they don't neglect any element of this character that they've introduced. And I'm, I'm like, it's just, a, what a weird template for what other, you know, big two comics should follow. <laughs> well, it's been my argument since the beginning to make just one consistent story, have one writer on it. It's my entire argument as to why One Piece is awesome and terrible at the same time. Yeah. Because 1,100 chapters makes it impossible for someone to get into, but at the same time, makes the story amazing because you have one guy writing it. Exactly. Like imagine if Scott Snyder never left Batman. He had been right. on it since 2011. How, but even I mean, then, you know, it's it's interesting you should say that because like while that's true, uh Scott Snyder doing that would mean that like essentially we're treating it like like Scott Snyder owns Batman. Right. And in, why, in this case why don't we though? You know? Because he doesn't. Like and because yeah. because he wouldn't be it's not like um if you know how like Robert Kirkman did Invincible and then ended Invincible, right? Yeah. It would be like if like Chip Zdarsky took over Invincible and and then did like 200 issues of Chip Zdarsky's Invincible. That would be more in line with what you're talking about because we only know the one as opposed to, well, there's been 50 or 60 people writing Batman. Right, which is the issue. Scott. Yeah, yeah, but we've already had that. Like, it's not like it's, uh, you know, Batman's a relatively new character, you know? We could do new things with Invincible without also, you know, making the legacy weird and confusing because you know we've already had a precedent of 50 or 60 people writing for for, for invincible and now suddenly we're going to let one person do 10 years <laughs> although okay well i get an example then ultimate yeah. spider-man is amazing because brian michael ben is staying on it yep 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 and it's one consistent story that's true and now hickman's doing it and we're like that's a that's a great idea <laughs> right hick was doing it and i was gonna mention that ultimate spider-man has been brought back what do you think yeah for me the only other person I would, I mean, like, that's not true. There are two other people I would tolerate writing ultimate Spider-Man besides Bendis. And I'm kind of like, yo, Brian, why didn't you just come back and do ultimate Spider-Man? Um, but it is weird that Hickman's going to do it this time. It, but if Hickman's going to do it, I'm in. Yeah. But the question is, will he do it long-term or will he get 12 issues in and decide other people? Probably get like four. <laughs> <laughs> so it's going to be interesting to see ultimate Spider-Man come back because it's not, it's not a return to the original one. It's a new ultimate Spider-Man in his new ultimate universe. Yeah. So I'm interested to see what's going to happen with that. Uh, next thing on our topic here is Martin Scorsese. Uh, I'll read what Dad said, but it boils down to him complaining about Marvel movies again. Uh, but oh, Dad's yeah, very proud of the goofy. Yeah, exactly. Oh, no, the old man on the lawn's yelling at me. Yeah. Uh, this, this time, though, he was more hypocritical about it. 
Uh, Martin Scorsese becomes the epitome of the music kids. The music kids these days listen to sounds like garbage as he once again comes out stating that we need to fight back against comic book movies that are ruining cinema to make this hilarious. Scorsese went on to use Christopher Nolan as an example of someone who still makes good movies. Clearly unaware that Nolan created one of the mo- the best received bat comic book movie trilogies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Martin, how old is Martin Scorsese? So I really feel I like this is like an old five. Yeah, I, I feel like, like while I respect the man for what he's done, I also feel like at this 80. point he's just old. He, I mean, like the fact is, he is still a great filmmaker. Like, but, what's frustrating and I'm not is discounting that at all. No, but uh, you know, but, but there are some people who are like in their 80s or 90s who like are doing jobs that they have no business doing, and I would imagine like some filmmakers, you know, hitting a certain age and just aging out of the industry. Scorsese's not one of those people. Um, despite the fact that, like, I think that the Irishman is a self-indulgent uh, piece of garbage, and uh, the Gangs of New York is like is bloated, if not pretty. Uh, but you know, but he also made Raging Bull and Goodfellas and Casino, which is just Goodfellas too, but whatever. Uh, and uh, you know, and and other like fantastic movies that I adore. And yeah. his love of cinema is infectious and uh, and and beneficial for the industry. Like the fact is, we we're not going to discredit or discount his contributions or his like his, his, his energy just because he doesn't like Iron Man. But like at the same time, we don't have to deify him, nor do we have to like, you know, make fun of him for disagreeing with us or uh, nor do we have to like pretend like we don't like things we like to impress, you know, the, the armchair movie directors out there or these Martin, the would be Martin Scorsese's of the world. I'm not going to sit here and say that I would rather watch that, that, that the inside over Iron Man 4, right? Just never would I say that because I wouldn't. The fact is, like, I saw, what was it? The Lighthouse. The Lighthouse. You know, that uh, that another Willem Dafoe movie with uh, Robert Black Pattinson. Black and white, William Dafoe. Black and white. They filmed it on, like, a 600-year-old camera. And, you know, it's just I a, didn't mind that movie. I it's would, good. I, I like it. I would not recommend it to most people, but, I, no. you know, I did, like, I, I did, it did have its moments. I wanted to experience it, and I did. And it wasn't even, like, Requiem for a Dream where I'm like, I experienced that and I never want to again. Oh, I never want to rewatch it. <laughs> no, but like I, I would watch the lighthouse again, but begrudgingly, and I'll probably watch Iron Man two more than I ever saw the lighthouse. Is does that make me like a hack and an idiot? I'm sure that like all the people who would like to, you know, fondle Scorsese's balls would say yes, but I, I don't care because like I'm secure in who I am and what I do, and I, I I respect Scorsese, but I also like Marvel movies. Get over it, you know. Right. And and like I, if he's I, I I always wonder like why people say like why would you say something so controversial get so brave, uh, but it's like it's not there's nothing that, no one is getting brownie points for saying Marvel movies are overrated, or that like cinema is you know weaker because of them, um, but they're not like cinema isn't being damaged by Marvel movies it's that cinema is <laughs> it's like a Chip Zdarsky line from a Batman book where he Batman's talking about like going to save Gotham and he says that's the trick is that Gotham is always trying, Gotham wants to die. Cinema is always trying to kill itself. Oh, uh, yeah. Because it is a business, and businesses are inherently amoral and have no, like, genuine... The exact opposite of art. Like, a movie right. like The Lighthouse is not... No one sits around... I mean, what did it make? The Lighthouse did not make money, I don't believe. Yeah. Uh, and I'm if sorry. it did, it's because it's of the, the names behind it, not because... Exactly. 
Yeah. Uh, so the Mountain Scorsese did not do the lighthouse for the record for anybody. No, I know. It. Yeah, Robert Eggers. Uh, yeah, no, it's true. Robert yeah, Eggers so it, the budget the was eleven million and it made eighteen. Right. Like, how much did that terrible movie Inside do? <laughs> yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, just really quick, let's let's take a minute to address the chat. One thing, uh, hyperbole, hyperbole is a thing. I use it regularly. 600 years, yeah, obviously the camera isn't 600 years old. You're an idiot. Uh, secondly, uh, the line that uh, Gotham wants to die is not from Gotham War. No, it is not. Uh, and finally, uh, uh, what was the other thing? Um, yeah, that's it. Just shut up. Uh, I would like it noted that the that movie Inside it doesn't list its budget, but it only made eight hundred ninety seven thousand oh, dollars. Well, the reality is that movie probably didn't even really like get played in most cinemas. Uh, like it probably wasn't in a lot of theaters. It was probably in mostly like indie and art house theaters. That's what it, it looks like because the, only, the also, only theatrical releases were Greece, Belgium, and Germany. Yeah, I love these 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 people just coming out being like, "I was sarcastic. I was joking. Ha ha." I wasn't before, but now I am suddenly, but like, <laughs> uh, no, that, you know what it might've been? It might've been like a trick. Uh, this movie probably would have just dropped on some streaming service, but in order for it to qualify for the Academy Awards, it needs to come out in a movie theater. So uh, it's probably sure. like, it, it probably had a premiere. It, it is, it's an art house flick. I know. Right. Whether so or not I had, liked like, it or felt it did a good job of it, it is an art house flick. Right. It, it achieved its goal. But I guarantee you the reason, like the budget is not what's important for them. What's important they for need, them is All the, they did was pay William Defoe. No one else is in the movie and he doesn't have to do anything. That's right. <laughs> no, the budget is probably just him and uh, the camera rental. They just rented the condo for three days <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah um anyway moving on to our next topic here uh i like dan i'll read this one although i think it's a stupid comment you put in here but anyway in an attempt to please both sides ps5 spider-man will have the option to toggle off and on fall damage as many people have been apparently debating whether or not the web slinger would actually survive a big drop apparently they've all forgotten that it is scientifically proven that to, that doing a superhero landing negates all fall damage but whatever that's stupid no i will always have fall damage off uh yeah i don't i it's, it, it's not fun remember my discussion who's complaining about show? not having fall damage in a spider-man game doesn't understand the point of playing a spider-man game you shouldn't jump out the empire state building and be like oh god i hope i web <laughs> yeah you're removing the fun and effortlessness of web slinging yep this is a cool one uh which you know what we're gonna come to this as our final point so i'll come i'll come back to that Steve Orlando has big plans for Scarlet Witch in 2024 with the possibility of Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver comic coming to shelves. Issue 10 of the current Scarlet Witch comic will be the epic season finale of her current era, which sounds like Scarlet Witch fans will enjoy 2024. Uh, I only read like three issues of the Scarlet Witch book and I forgot it was a thing, but what I yeah. read, I enjoyed. I didn't read any of the Scarlet Witch book, but um, I, I wouldn't read any Steve. I, 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 don't, I, I don't really care for Steve Orlando's books, so... Uh, I can't think of any in particular that I think there was one that I really did enjoy. And I think that's it. Yeah. I like, um, I like Scarlet Witch in theory. I've never read a, a Scarlet Witch book I've enjoyed. And uh, that's a shame because like, there's one series. I want to say it was like either the last one or the one before that, where uh, they had these amazing covers. And uh, I, I, that's all that, that's all I can think of. Like Scarlet Witch, I I'll enjoy her in the Avengers, but like she's not my favorite Avenger event. Again, I'm not really a I'm clearly not an Avengers fan because right. I like new Avengers. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I like the Avengers when they're somebody else. You know, but I, if you put if you're like, "Oh, they're David Aja who did the covers." So it's like, "Yeah, they were amazing." That was in 2016, 2015. Oh my god. That was a long time ago. Uh, uh the one I read from Steve Orlando and I enjoyed was Midnighter. He did Midnighter. 
Yes, I've liked his Midnighter. Yeah. That was good. He did Midnighter and he did Midnighter and Apollo. Those, that's the On this list of things he's written, that's the only one I could think of that I've read the whole series. I've enjoyed it. So. I've read a lot of his books. Midnighter is good. Yeah. Well, I've read a lot of them. I'm just saying that yeah. this is the one I can recommend. No, I know. We've, <laughs> I know. Yeah, I completely agree with you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because I thought he did Nightwing, but he did it with Tim Seeley. It only came in for like a couple issues. So it mm. wasn't, I was thinking Nightwing, but I'm like, I don't think he did as much Nightwing as I think he did. I think right? I remember his name. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, the last bit of news, I'm, I'm actually shocked it took this long for it to come back. Yeah. Marvel Zombies is returning with a new anthology series titled Marvel Zombies Black, White, and Blood on October 25th with previews showing that the comics will not be skimping on gore and blood. They attempted to reboot this like three or four years ago and just let it die again. And I don't understand why. Because DC's leaning in super hard into deceased and DC versus vampires. But Marvel Zombies is over here like, mm, well, we had a great run 20 years ago. Yeah. Why aren't you doing more Marvel Zombies? Right? It's a concept that writes it. It doesn't have to be good. Like, I know yeah. you're not a fan of Marvel Zombies, Sal. I am not, but I also understand that they make money. <laughs> they make money, and it doesn't have to be good. You can reboot it every three years. It doesn't have to be good. You just need people fighting zombies. And stop. Look, Marvel, Marvel, apparently you listen to us, so listen to this. Stop being stupid with Marvel Zombies. I don't give a shit about Luke Cage. I don't care about some random guy from the 70s and how he's surviving. Just reboot it and tell me what's going on with iron man spider-man wolverine do the guys that made marvel zombies good it's been 20 years it's not in main continuity your original one the origin is from army of darkness why don't you just reboot this stupid thing and right. tell stories about spider-man and wolverine yeah. as zombies what is wrong with you it writes itself yeah it does it's what it, the walking dead has been going on for well, that's over, but like, no, it's not. Show. There's yeah. a spinoff with Daryl's in freaking France, and then there's like two other ones. Those are all shows. I'm talking about the comics. Oh, well, yeah, but you know what I mean. <laughs> but no, I do. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, like, yeah, Marvel Zombies makes a lot of sense. I just don't get it. I don't get of all the concepts that they have no problems making brand new number ones about yeah. and just ignoring any sense of continuity. Right? We don't get a proper reboot to Marvel Zombies. No, 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 no. Keep it going. I don't know if it's because of the uh, be, just because um, Kirkman is at the helm, like he created it. So, like, let's keep let's keep the the Kirkman. Oh, do you think it's like a static shock situation where like yeah. shock doesn't show up in DC because somebody else has the rights? No, 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 no. no. I, I think it's just that they're like, if we reboot it, then we'll lose everything that Kirkman created. Who cares? It's been twenty years. <laughs> well, the, the thing is, most of these people are like, well, everything that happened twenty years ago is something that like mattered to me a lot. Well, and you can keep it. Like, I keep telling people, you can easily, your favorite run can still be your favorite run. Yeah. You can reboot Marvel Zombies, and it can be terrible, but it won't affect the original six volumes. By the way, Marvel Zombies made itself stupid. When you made yeah. Ghost Rider a zombie, it doesn't even make sense anymore. Like, yeah. You had celestial zombies coming back after eating Galactus. Come on. I know, I know. It was ridiculous. But ridiculous in a good way. Like, it was, yes. I reckon, I mean, like, it, it yeah, yeah. No, it, like, made it wasn't sense. ridiculous where I'm like, are you f***ing kidding me? It was like ridiculous and like, okay, what the hell's going to happen next? That's true. That's yeah, true. They, did, they, 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 did a, they did quite a few Marvel Zombies sequels, which I was like surprised. Well, they, did, they did Marvel Zombies Reborn, and it was like a four-issue mini, and it ended with them solving it. Like, what? Right. Why? You, you literally had it again. What were you doing? <laughs> 
Oh, sorry. Mini rant over. Anyway, oh, guys, I hope you enjoyed today's Absolute Comics. My name is Benny. That is Sal. We get together every Tuesday at about 5 p.m. Eastern so that we can talk about comic books. And I hope you enjoyed. Let us know in the comments down below your opinions about what we talked about and tell us how wrong we are in that we're stupid. It's fine. <laughs> we don't read the comments anyway because you're all me. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, thank you guys so much. Follow me at Twitter at Comic Story and follow him at Comic Pop. And make sure you check out Comic Story on Spotify. And you check out Comic Pop over on Comic Pop Returns to see all of his bonus content. See you guys next time right here. <laughs>